Well, hello and welcome back. Thank you for tuning in to your new favorite podcast. This is Chapter and Chat. I am your humble host, Jamel. This is season two. New Visions for Black Men by Dr. Naeem Akbar. Chapter two, Transcending Images of Black Manhood. And if y'all ready to get into it, let's go ahead with no further delay. There's something very special when we come together as a group of people. We generate a kind of energy that transmits a special kind of communication, knowledge, and understanding. It's a form of transcendence that immediately erases the distinctions, the disagreements, and we become unified as one with each other that there is no psychological theory to explain. We talk about it in our Proverbs when we say, It takes a village to raise a child. This village is not an individual, but a unified whole of multiple experiences, talents, and dreams that gel into this unified parent that is poured into the development of a child. This power of unification where we lose ourselves into a larger self that is extremely gifted, powerful, and effective when it is properly understood. I'm not talking about a mob mentality, but something that is very constructive that we must cultivate and use in a positive way because there is a hidden, even mystical power in that transcendent unification that is very important for us to understand and utilize in the building of our people and humanity as a whole. Every people within their cultural and historical experiences develop power systems that emerge out of their definitions of who they are. It is these unique systems of collective power that enables them to be effective in the social, physical, economic, and emotional environments that they inhabit. Every group of people has a responsibility to know who they are in their uniqueness so that they are able to interact on an equal footing with other human beings who are drawing from the well of their unique cultural and historical experiences. It's very similar to what we find in nature with certain bird or mammal communities that have their special songs and nesting and feeding patterns built from the adaptation of survival in the environment over time that protects them from their prey and empowers them to be competitive in the ecology of life forms. This special power that is generated from our collective connectedness that is somehow related to our effectiveness and resilience as a people. Every people have their special cultural strengths that they put forth a great deal of effort to identify and preserve. There are general human qualities that we share with all humans, but unique and special qualities that make us different from other communities of humans. 
Some people, for example, celebrate individual heroes that serve as the role models for their excellence. They celebrate the power of the individual who distinguishes himself from the ordinary and they use this power to create their models of greatness. Their society has statues or icons of these distinct individuals that the young are taught to imitate and they use these images to empower their village or their tribe. The fact that we recognize that our power comes in this collective form doesn't make us superior or inferior to any other people. It's simply our special power in the competition for life resources. This is the color of our human feathers. This is season two, and we're digging in to new visions for black men. And we just cracked open chapter two, transcending images of black manhood. So if you don't mind, let's, let's just chop it up a little bit. Let's have a little chat. Transcending images of black manhood. You know, this chapter two, uh, it's, it, it, we, we're getting ready to take off. <laughs> chapter two, we're getting ready to take off. Um, chapter one pretty much prepared us uh, for what was going on and what we were getting ready to, this journey we were getting ready to embark upon. But chapter two, Chapter two is getting ready to it's, it's getting ready to help us take off, um, and this this is what sets the tone for chapter two. Some people, for example, celebrate individual heroes that serve as the role models for their excellence. Now, not everybody does that, but you know when you just look at instead of just you know just certain individuals or just small groups of people when you look at cultures or or you know societies you know different areas and time of of civilization and you look at kingdoms and empires and you know just groups of people in general they they celebrated their heroes or they, they created their heroes whether it was you know out of myth or whether it was out of uh, uh, something you know of their their theology you know they they created their their heroes and icons and and these these images you know or even you know their imaginations right because everything starts in the mind everything starts in the mind everything that we have everything that we do everything that we are it it, it was an idea it was a thought at some point you know, so even even when in our in the ancient times when man was thinking of becoming a greater man or being more powerful, it was a thought. And how does that tie into transcending uh, images for black men? Well, in, in in order for you, 
you know, to become something greater, you, you, you had to think of it. And so when they thought of, you know, becoming more powerful or greater, they created, you know, they used their imagination to create these heroes, to create the, you know, the John Henrys, to create the, you know, the, the, the mythological, you know, beings of, with, with great powers, you know, um, they, they, you know, pulled off of nature. You know, as it says in, in one portion of, you know, this, this introduction, you know, but, and, and to further explain that, they, they celebrate the power of the individual who distinguishes himself from the ordinary, and they use this power to create their models of greatness. So that, that you know, that's using the imagination, that's using, you know, you know, folk, folk tales and folklore and, you know, singing songs, right? You, you, you know, you, you're thinking of, how, well, I want to be a better man. I want to be strong. Well, what's, what's an image? Well, how am I, I'm going to talk about, you know, strength or how can I get the children to, you know, relate to strength or want to be strong? Well, you want to be strong like so-and-so. You want to be smart like so-and-so. So you create, you know, the, 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 these role models. Many of these role models didn't ask to be that, but they, because of their, their uh, accomplishments and excellence or the imaginations that we've used in ancient times in our indigenous civilizations or pulling off of nature you know even even to the point of you know you know compare making comparisons comparisons with the orishas you know and in some areas you know you you look at examples and you look at things that you're going through or or some type of explanation of something, you know, so depending on where you are, who you are, or what what's stimulating you at that moment, you know, what's what's stroking you, what's what's tickling your your, your, your fancy at the moment, you might use, you know, a, a biblical scripture with, you know, one of those people from from that storybook. Right? You might, you know, make reference even even to a comic book, you know. Silver Surfer was is is you know one of mine, one of my favorites, as well as Black Panther and 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 even Icon and you know, you know Steel, you know. But depending on the mood or the moment, you know, you know I may reflect on something you know from another you know mythological system or, or 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 story but they were there they were there created for a purpose because you know as it says that their society has statues or icons of these distinct individuals that the young are taught to imitate right there because how do children learn you can be what you see so if we if if we're giving you know children you know the 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 raggedy pimp or you know the drug hustler or, or the drug dealer the drug addict the drug, if we're giving them these images and glorifying those images what are they what are they you know going to pattern themselves after if we're giving them 
you know, the Martin Luther Kings, if we're giving them the the the, the El Haj Malik El Shabazz, you know, Malcolm X, if we're giving them the Marcus Garvey, if we're giving them the Ida B. Wells, the Sojourner Truths, you 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 can you you will be what you see. If fathers are in the homes doing an, a, a, an effective job and being that positive influence, that positive enforcer, that protector and that provider, then what are sons doing? Sons will be what they see. Because children learn through imitation. Children learn through repetition. Children learn through, through consistency. And consistency is strength. Consistency is power. And whatever you're consistently giving, you're programming or you're, you're, you're etching, you're carving, you're, you're ingraining, you're imbibing. And it says their societies has statues or icons of these distinct individuals that the young are taught to imitate and they use these images to empower their village or tribe. Because images are really that powerful. In the study of, of, of propaganda and, and its uses, Edward Bernay developed propaganda and took it to heights, you know, un unimaginable. But a lot of it was visual. You know, propaganda and in, in, in all of its aspects and in, 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 in its full use affects every part of us. It impacts every sense that we have as sentient beings. Propaganda is, is developed to, uh, to affect our touch, our taste, our smell, our sight, our sound, emotions. It's a stimulus. It's, it, it's like it, it, things that you see can become like a drug. It can have a drug effect. It can, have, it can get you high. I'm not trying to sound crazy or anything like that, but it just, I mean, just take a moment and just really imagine something that 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 really turns you on from the sight of it and i'm not you know talking sexual or anything like that but if that's you know that's the direction that you go in and hey so be it but the importance is to understand images and how powerful they are and why we use them and why they're used and why they're needed and then take it back to something I said previously. If we're giving children, if we're giving our even ourselves, if we're giving women, or if we're giving men certain types of images, then that's going to trigger and stimulate a certain type of reaction. And from that reaction, certain things happen. Either they're constructed or they're destructed. all based off of images you 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 get turned on you're drawn to an image something you you get curious by something you see but then when you know when we're talking about you know us becoming better men when we're talking about becoming better fathers and husbands and 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 just that bringing that alpha male back 
that true man evolving from the male to the boy to the man a lot of it has to do with images and i remember listening to one a broadcast that you know this one brother had and you know one of the things that he was adamant about and and just pumping hard was the fact that we as men we to be a righteous man we we really do have to control our image how we look how we smell how we how, how how people perceive us when people hear us communicate and talk you know that goes into when we're kids you know when you you want to be like him Oh, be smart like, like, you know, be, you know, speak like Malcolm. You have to have a strong vocabulary, like imitate. So your parents are pumping that and they're, they're enthusiastic and, and they're, they're, they're energetic and passionate about it. So what do you as a kid do, especially a young boy with his father? Who, you know, many of us, you know, as young boys, we were always looking for a father's approval, whether he was there or not. You know, so when they, you know, say, you know, oh, be, you know, be patient like Martin Luther King, and you know, be very analyze things and 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 be able to break it down, like you know, have the love for your people like Marcus Garvey, and they, you know, so when you're pumping this into the youth, you're pumping this into your people, you're pumping this into the impressionable minds, young old. You will be what you see. You repeat what you hear. Your behaviors, you know, are are rooted in, in, in how you feel. So anyway, I just wanted to do a little something on the intro to chapter two, Transcending Images of Black Manhood. I don't want to impress your time any further, you know, and we, we just may come back and add more to this. So, you know, just be prepared because this, this is, this is worth a discussion even, and we haven't even really gotten into it yet. So we'll go further. So be on the lookout and stay, stay, stay tuned in for, for the next episode when we get into the relevance of scriptural metaphors. This is going to be fun. This is going to be pretty deep. But anyway, this chapter in chat. I'm your humble host, Jamel. This is season two, and we're digging into new visions for black men by Dr. Naeem Akbar. Y'all stay blessed. I'll see y'all at the next episode.